77 X. Bam. The future rock and Welcome to Dong Teeny, episode 50. On today's show, Simone shares her research on superglue in one's pee hole. Steffi has superglue on her teeth and it isn't going anywhere. And the ladies answer a voicemail about mean blog commenters. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Stephanie. How are you, Dong? I have super glue on my teeth. How are you, Dong? I'm I'm Dong very well, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do want to ask you about super glue, but first we want to thank our caller uh, for uh, leaving us that beautiful song, uh, Does Your Dong Hang Low? <laughs> that song, so... I understand the, the part, there's that line near the end that says, um, uh, can you throw it over your shoulder like a what? We, we always said like a military soldier. Oh, okay. Right, right. Yeah. That, I, I, and now that makes sense. I could kind of hear that, but I couldn't quite, quite make it out in the call. And did you say, did you dong or did you say, does your dick? We would say low? boobs. <laughs> does your boobs? That's what we would say. Oh, wow. And then Gosh. in sixth grade, Mrs. Woody... That, that's her name. That was my sixth grade teacher, Mrs. Woody, which is hilarious to me now. But anyway, she would um, she she started singing it, but she sang ears like do your ears oh. hang low, and we were all like about to have a seizure because we're thinking yeah. boobs, 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 and but then she yeah, said, can yeah. you throw them over your shoulder like a continental soldier? And we're like, uh, uh-uh, it's military, <laughs> and it's not ears, <laughs> it's boobs. But what did y'all say? Well, we said, does your dick hang low? And then the third line was different. So it was, does your dick hang low? Does it wobble to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? Can you stick it up your bum like a piece of chewing gum? Oh does my your God. dick hang low? <laughs> I know. Yeah, at least people actually. Dirty. I know. Are dirty. I oh know, gosh, because at least so you funny. do actually throw a soldier over your shoulder when you're a, sh- uh, a soldier over your shoulder yeah. when, you know, you're trying to transport them. But who the fuck is sticking chewing gum up their bum? Australians. <laughs> Apparently, I'm, I'm sorry I missed that. But any Aussie listeners, if you can speak to having stuck chewing gum up your bum, uh, please let us know if it was before or after awareness about that song. So, yeah, that, that's that's how we we told it. But thank you, listener anonymous, for for leaving that beautiful song for us. We we appreciated it. Now back to your, uh, your super glue in your teeth. <laughs> Now, yeah, this happened. You told me about this last week, and you said you squirted it in your mouth. Which well, I was trying pondering. to open it. I was trying to open the yeah. cap with my teeth, and so yes. Um, and I, as I was doing it, I knew that this could happen, and I thought, of course, it won't. You know, I'm too smart and <laughs> for something like this to actually take place. Next thing yep. I knew, there's like super glue all over the roof of my mouth and on the back of my teeth. And oh. I immediately thought I was gonna die. I'm like, this is how it's gonna happen. This is how I'm gonna go down. It's gonna be like a Darwin Award, and I ran to the kitchen and I'm like David I got super glue in my mouth and he just goes why (laughs) and I stupidly like was trying to rinse it out which is like not going to do anything and and it was on the roof of my mouth for like a day and that kind of wore off but it's still on the back of my teeth and I'm going to have to just yeah I'm going to have to tell my dentist who's going to yell at me but that's the only thing I know to do 
gosh, I wonder what kind of more damage you've done to it than, than, than you know, just that being stuck there. Like, I wonder if it ate away at the enamel or anything. I know. Like I'm scared that it's like there's like cavity cavity stuff like trapped under there that is going to be trapped forever oh, yeah. and, and then like burrow its way through. So that's my nightmare. Maybe you cut off the like energy supply from the outside oh. so that even if it was trapped inside, maybe it didn't have enough to live because you, it was sealed. Like snuffing so. oxygen from a flame. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe so. Uh, so. I just feel so stupid. I don't even want to tell my dentist, but I have to. So. Yeah. It, does this it feel like it's wearing off at all, or does it still a little, just as much? A little. Yeah. But then I can't tell if it's just because I'm getting used to it. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. But, um, but anyway, when you said last week that you squirted it in your mouth, well, of course, you know, it sounded really bad. And then, um, and then I was thinking about... Um, you know, combination of, you know, what we were thinking about would be squirting being a penis and, and then glue. And, and then I wondered what would happen if somebody super glued their little penis hole shut. Like, what what would happen? You know, like, has anyone done that? So, anyway. Has anyone done that? I, has anyone done that? Please leave an anonymous uh, comment if you'd like about, about having done that. But anyway, so I Googled it. Has <gasps> anyone, uh, you know, super gluing a penis shut? And then, and this is a thread on a bodybuilding, <laughs> on bodybuilding? a bodybuilding message message oh board my God. thread. The, the, to- the topic of the thread has anyone super glued their penis hole shut? <laughs> <laughs> and then the, that's the t- that's the subject. And then the first guys were like, "What would happen if you did?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the next the comment is like, "I don't know, try it." And then uh, you would probably have to piss out of your blank, blank, blank. I'm assuming maybe asshole. I don't know. Then enjoy your ER bill. Um, oh my God. Let's see. Yeah. Had to go to the hospital <gasps> to get it lasered. Not a fun experience at all. Lasered. Lasered. <laughs> they lasered his pee hole. They lasered his pee hole. Um, You'd eventually have so much urine built up that you lose bladder control. If the piss can't make it out, your bladder or urethra will eventually burst and you could die. Yeah, no shit. Wow. God. Um, That's amazing. So did you hear any events? Like, did you read any news stories or medical cases about anyone dying from this? I I didn't. I I wanted to do more research. This was just my preliminary research. So perhaps this could be a new segment, uh, stories from penis glue. But um, I don't know. Let's see. I did it. It made my penor bigger. You should try it. <laughs> it made my what bigger? My penor. P-E-N-O-R. <laughs> you should try it. Wow. Is that the guy who did the Amazon review, do not put on knob and bollocks? Knob and bollocks. <laughs> it sounds like his work. It, sounds it totally like does. But what would happen if someone tried to jerk off with that? Like, would they have, well, that would, must like that would like break the penis, I would think, wouldn't you? Well, it sounds like it would make it bigger, and that you should try it. <laughs> well, at some point, but what, what would happen when it tried to blow it? So, oh my god! Go back I in. Do more that sounds like the um, like the tantric stuff that they say to do to like suppress it, and so it'll go back oh. in your body, and it's also supposed to be right. unhealthy. But I guess the tantric people. Yes. Oh, about that. Well, that kind of mm. takes the the spiritual side out of it. You just glue it glue it out and see what happens. <laughs> Circumvent that pesky spiritual stuff and just put some yeah. glue in it. Oh my god, the lasering! That's so I know. amazing. Totally. 
I love that this too is in your Google search history. Like, what would happen if I super glued my penis hole shut? I know. I there's always trepidation now when I Google anything. I'm like, <laughs> here we go. It's going in the history. I but... googled something the other day, like, because um, there's some movie that I saw, and I could have sworn it was Saving Silverman, but I don't think it was because I was googling this to try to find this line that I thought was really funny. And I'm pretty sure it was Alyssa Milano who said in the movie, she goes, get away from me, gross dog. And I, like, for some reason, I thought that was really funny, but I can't remember the movie. So I'm Googling, get away from me, gross dog, like over and over in all these different kind of Alyssa Milano capacities. And I wasn't coming up with anything, but I hate um, that. You try I'm so like, this hot. is in my search history now. Get away from me, gross dog. Along with how do black people say the word strength? <laughs> I know it's in my history. How do they say it? Strength. 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 Oh, With an F. Right. Strength. Oh, right, Just Google right. it. Just Google it. It'll tell you. I will. I will. So put it, I'll go down, go down with you. A few months ago, I Googled by the P, and then it automatically oh. came up with power of Grayskull. Like Grayskull. It knew I was talking about He-Man, and I was like really impressed that it figured that out. Oh, and then I, 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 I Googled my two... And it immediately oh, came up dads? with my two dads. And I was really annoyed. I'm like, why didn't it first suggest my two cents? But oh the thing God. was, I actually was Googling my two dads. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I can't remember why. I, what, I wanted to do something about it. I hardly ever watched that show either. But I yeah. know, so I just like that I was outraged because I can't believe I brought that up before my two cents. <laughs> It's not but even yeah. the alphabetical answer. I know. <laughs> so, it's almost, it seems almost like a cake, but you know how I have a, I struggle with the definition of cake. It seems like it should yeah. have a name. I know it's not a cake, but it seems like something like that should have a name, like the initial outrage when you got what yes. you wanted. <laughs> yeah. I think it's called hypocrisy. <laughs> yes, but cakes are entirely different and we'll explain cakes in another time because I have to prepare okay. my, my collection of cakes for the list. Yes. Yeah, we really should, I think we've touched upon them before but not actually gone into it, So, but it's a yes. fascinating, fascinating uh, The listener thing. will love and it's a total doncacular vernacular too. It totally is, yeah. So we need to introduce Now, I had, uh, I had a bit of Bogan news. Uh, oh. You've heard me rant on here before about uh, <laughs> Australian white trash known as Bogans. Mm-hmm. And the Bogan news I have, courtesy of uh, listener and sister Bunyan, is... Um, Bunyan! Bunyan! Is that uh, the word Bogan has now entered the uh, Oxford English Dictionary. <gasps> wow. Yes. When? Like Bogan's this year? Or? Apparently, I don't know. It was in a dodgy looking document. What was it? Oh, no, it was something from my sister's work. So I don't know how old uh, old this is. But um, anyway, it was yeah, just listed on a PDF among some other information. But it says, mm-hmm. they've been around for decades, wearing a mullet, black jeans, and listening to heavy metal. And now the Oxford English Dictionary officially recognizes Bogans. And so does, uh, oh, and so does my sister's work, apparently. Um, <laughs> the OED, which calls itself the definitive record of the English language, defines a bogan as an Australian and New Zealand colloquial, a depreciative term for unfashionable, uncouth, or unsophisticated person, especially of low social status. Wow. <laughs> depreciative term. <laughs> yes. So, Dontini. We're all about depreciative terms. We totally are. Um, now, one other... So, congratulations, Bogans. Yes, good job <laughs> making it into the dictionary. 
<laughs> Although depreciatively. Although depreciatively, at least you're in there. Um, now, listener Tasty, my dear friend, he uh, emailed me with this uh, story. Now, I'm I'm a vegetarian, and um, and I've blogged about this before, but I really, really fucking hate when people who eat fish and no other meat call themselves vegetarians. Because yeah. now, people will be like, you're a vegetarian. Do oh, you, you eat fish? No, I'm a vegetarian. Like, people yeah. who eat fish have, by calling themselves this enough, have depreciated the word vegetarian and really annoys me because they have their own word. Yeah. It's pescatarian. So yeah. anyway, so Tasty works in a restaurant and uh, and he uh, relayed this to me. I just had to tell you tonight, a couple came in and asked, are the mussels vegetarian? Oh probably my God. referring to Yeah, probably referring to the common practice of cooking mussels with pork. I said, unfortunately, no. Mussels are animals. They didn't order them. <laughs> oh my God. You, okay. Yeah. But then it, I just remembered that Phoebe on Friends would, you know, she was a vegetarian. Did you did you ever watch Friends in the nineties? I've only seen like five episodes of Friends. All okay, this, so. I but I always liked it, but I just never got into it. Yeah, um, yeah, she was the vegetarian. She was the face of vegetarianism in the nineties. She, <laughs> <laughs> she would always say, "No food with a face." So that made me think, okay, they might have been wondering if mussels have faces and if that means that they're actually animals or not. But that's still a dumb question. Like yeah, so maybe she isn't even a pesca maybe she isn't even a vegetarian if she would eat food, you know, if a mussel didn't have a face. Like does a snail have a face? Would she eat escargot? I don't know. These I don't know. people they're very it's a slippery slope once you start eating eating one animal, you know. And I was debating yeah. my friend the other day about this because I was getting a sandwich. He's like, Is that tuna? And I said, No, I'm a vegetarian. He's like, yeah, but some eat yeah, fish. But... Like, no, they don't. They're liars. They're liars. They're liars. So, <laughs> you can't just you can't just like have sex on the weekend and then say you're celibate. You know what I mean? This the, yeah. you can't just say I never ever do it on the weekdays, so I'm celibate. Like so you just counts. say no, you're not. You're not. So it's the same with the with the pescatarian. You know. So I don't care if people want to eat fish. That's fine. I just don't like that they misuse uh, the word. So even if you eat meat, people, please don't stand for this bullshit and stop asking vegetarians <laughs> if they stop offering them fish. So anyway, but thank or, you, Tasty, for waving the flag. Maybe you're dealing with tasty. a dumb pescatarian who calls himself a vegetarian. And so offer them fish, and then they'll take it, and then you can yell at them. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. that would that would that would be good to point out in that case. My sister knew, met some this girl who's eat like ordering chicken sandwiches all over the place oh and God. calling herself a vegetarian. Oh my God. And then my sister's like, um, you're not a vegetarian if you're eating chicken. Thank you, Bunyan. Thank you, Tasty, for waving the flag even though you eat meat. Seriously. And uh, the girl's like, there are two hundred different types of vegetarians. Where the fuck did she pull that from? They all, but oh, yeah, and they have two hundred different types. Two hundred different types. Vegetarian oh. is one of the types, and they all have different names of people who have restricted meat intake yes I'm right guessing. the kinds of eat yeah i know chicken schnitzel vegetarians <laughs> and uh steak vegetarians <laughs> is there hot such dog thing as chicken schnitzel is yeah, that there a is. thing because i've only heard oh, yes. of wiener schnitzel oh no there's chicken schnitzel it's all over australia <laughs> <laughs> i just love wiener schnitzel the name so much well if i have all these 200 types i wouldn't mind if i was gonna if i could still call myself a vegetarian somehow get away with that and not lose my my credibility i would be a kentucky fried chicken vegetarian uh, <laughs> everyone tells me kentucky fried chicken's not as good as it as it as it smells i mean i, I remember that from when i ate it but i still yeah. think it would be good everyone's like it's not as good as it used to be it's, so. yeah i agree with you it smells way better than it ever is so yeah um, um 
The one quick little observation I made this morning, speaking of mm-hmm. food and eating, um, I was eating a banana, and I guess I had literally bitten off more than I could chew because <laughs> I, you know, I, I just wanted to get the peel out of my hand, so I just shoved this large. <laughs> piece in my mouth and I'm like chewing it and I had some stuck in my cheek and then I went into the bathroom and I saw my cheek and it looked so fat and it was like if you ever want to kind of know what you look like with an extra 30 pounds just like <laughs> just shove some mushy banana in your cheek and look in the mirror like it looked very natural it looked like that was my face on one side and I was like when well, I could compare because I only had it in one side of my cheek so I was like wow gosh got a, it was a real real incentive to keep on the diet and the hike that I was about to leave on because I didn't I didn't want that banana to not be a banana I wanted and it was just actually fat so <laughs> so that's my health tip for the week people <laughs> before you go hiking if you're thinking about not going stick a banana in your cheek and you'll be yeah, wanting to go exactly and you'll have the sustenance <laughs> to go because you'll have eaten a banana <laughs> okay now you had a great news story for us please share oh my gosh i do Okay, here is the headline. Butler woman faces charges after giving a transvestite a piggyback ride and punching girlfriend. (laughs) The victim said that her girlfriend and she got into an argument when Munt was hitting on other women and giving a piggyback ride to a transvestite at the Gay Pride Festival. She said Munt pulled her shirt off and punched her during a fight. Munt had a blood alcohol level of .11 at the time of the incident. And she's currently currently being held on $500 bond. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> That's a really low bond. <laughs> that is a really low bond. I was thinking the same thing. Anyway. Gosh. <sighs> what, a, what an event. I would have. I just wish I had been there for how that all went down. <laughs> I know. I know. It would have been so colorful and vibrant and oh, fantastic. <laughs> like a rainbow. Fabulous is, it would have been fabulous. That's what it would have been. Wow. <sighs> We have a voicemail from uh, our loyal listener, Eugene, calling all the way from South Africa. Hi, ladies. This is uh, international listener, Eugene. Really hoping this isn't going to bite me in the ass when the phone bill comes. Um, but I have a kind of a serious question, and I really have no one else to ask. And uh, this is something both of you have some experience in. I have a blog, uh, it's very small, um, uh, almost no one reads it, it's just uh, me working through my own stuff out loud, mostly because I was raised very fundamentalist, charismatic Christian, and uh, yeah, just as I started questioning things and losing some faith, I started blogging about it, and occasionally I'd throw in something about how my Dutchman's trying to murder me, but that's a different story. Anyway, so today, it turns out someone did read my blog because I got this really mean comment by this lady who is just tearing me a new asshole. And um, I know I shouldn't care. I know uh, this shouldn't be, her opinion shouldn't even matter to me, but still it kind of does. I mean, this lady clearly took a lot of time. She wasn't just a drive-by. She read a lot of what I wrote. Because um, she was extremely upset about a blog I wrote about uh, how Lady Gaga is holy, and I think she's the last true Nazarite. And uh, yeah, she excluded on my blog basically, uh, called me a son of Satan, and I was never truly God's child, and uh, I was never born again because I did. I wouldn't have turned out so horribly, and I should have, you know, tried better. 
Oh, my favorite was the, the end line. In the midst of the congregation, you have been like Judas has been in the group of Jesus' disciples. A traitor. But we all know how Judas' life ended. And the grammar is hers, not mine. But anyway, you both have experience with this. I know I shouldn't care, but I still... My feelings feel... I feel hurt. I feel well, like someone kicked me. Is that normal? You guys feel that too? And how do you deal with that? Any suggestions would be welcome. And thanks. Keep up the good work. That woman is evil. I, I just can't believe she would say something like that. To, I know. Just, it's it's so like poisonous. a threat almost. Yeah, it's like cursing him, like wishing him like this horrible, horrible fate, you know? I know. Um, and all he's doing is, is trying to express this <laughs> concept he has. So, I mean, I, I'm just thinking about how she felt really threatened. Clearly, she felt really threatened personally by what his words were. And yeah. um, that's just too bad. And I, I get mean emails, but I don't think anyone's really said that. Well, someone said that I was, you know, I wouldn't be laughing when people went to hell because of my blog. But that's like the worst thing I think they might have ever said. Yeah. But that's yeah. like more calling you a Judas and talking about your fate. Like she's really going for it. And I think she's crazy. But it doesn't yeah. mean that she's crazy people can't hurt your feelings. No, but it is coming from a place like we've, you've talked about before, coming from a place of of fear because it's one thing to I understand if you believe so hard and you think he's going to he's going to hell for that that you would want to like save him or help him or do something but that's not a good way to go about it you know and, and so that reaction just seems very afraid of like afraid that people are going to listen to him and go along with him and you know it's not it's not a productive uh, way to to address that 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 concern or upset about about that as she sees it you know what I mean yeah yeah and you know it might be all she knows like it sounds like she might have you know she comes from a kind of faith tradition or horrible religious environment <laughs> where you yeah. treat people like that where you like you you know religion is about about you wielding power to make someone behave a certain way and that sounds like that's what she's trying to do here like that's shame. what it's always done that's how it's grown is by wielding power so yeah because people allow it to happen yeah. because they well, think they i was talking it. to someone yesterday who uh went on a quasi date with someone uh and then she asked him about astro uh, astrology Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, I don't believe in any of that. And mm-hmm. he's kind of explained why, you know, that, you know, the, you know, the way the constellations changed every X amount of time and how even if they were mm-hmm. once relevant, like they're not really going to give you any information. And she mm-hmm. was just gutted. Like that was it. Like uh. it was over after that because <laughs> because she couldn't handle that, that, you know, like that was her belief system and yeah. he just destroyed it right in front of her. And, and yeah. you know, with astrology, people are much more quicker to, are much quicker to, take it down unlike religion which is why i probably didn't think anything of it but um but aside from that i mean how it's not about i guess the the what she was saying as much i guess what eugene really wants to know is how we deal with 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 dissent like that and you've had a lot of it i haven't had too much i've sort of had one person that's kind of gone after me and left me comments about me all over the place and Um, and yeah it was it was it was troubling but um you know and i dealt with it just by I didn't really want to retaliate. I just sort of, mm-hmm. I answered them once. I was like, this is a waste of time. And it, it did annoy mm-hmm. me, but I wasn't going to give that person, you know, the satisfaction of following up on it. And I just sort of tried to examine the how we got there and just sort of realize there's nothing I could really do about it. And it just kind of mm-hmm. went away, you know. Mm-hmm. But it, mm-hmm. it, it, it is hard to make things like that just roll off your back because you start questioning yeah. the things they're accusing you of. And, and, and that makes you, you know forces some questions sometimes that people don't want to answer so how do you feel because you get a lot more of this than i do 
Yeah, well, last week, you know, last week, I guess like on the same day, like within an hour of each other, like two different people commented on my blog's Facebook page, like one was a girl I know, it's Amy Storkel, she's married to Brian Storkel, who um, directed the Holy Rollers documentary that David was in a little bit, but, um, so she left some comment on um, a post where I posted a video called Vote God in 2012. And I posted this video and said, this makes my stomach hurt. And, you know, that was my only comment. And you watch the video and it's like, if we got all the Christians to in America to vote the way God would vote, then America would be a lot better. You know, like it was so dumb. <laughs> and, and so and I didn't even call it dumb. I said, this makes my stomach hurt. And she's like, she left a comment that felt pretty agitated and vindictive. And um, she said, you know, her tone was just not invitational. And she's like... She goes, I don't know why this makes, why does this make your stomach hurt, you know, but it didn't feel like a, gosh, Stephanie, why? She's like, all it's saying is that if people voted the certain way, you know, that that's good. It's good that people want to vote. It's good for this. And maybe you guys are the ones being judgmental. Did you guys ever think of that, you know? And so, like, it hurt my heart, like, like physically for, like, an hour that <laughs> she said yeah. this. And, and I, you know, I replied in the comment, and I'm like, it just, you know, and I told her that. I was like, okay, this is my problem with the voting thing and saying that as if you could possibly know which way God would vote. And, and as if yeah. he's, like, not... If you believe in him, why, why don't you think he's bigger than a voting system and politicians? Second of all, I was like, the way you're saying this just makes my heart hurt, Amy. And, and it feels like you don't want to know my side. And it feels like you're not curious about, about you know, people's background and why they've arrived here. And, and would you, you know, I would just really like it if you would want to talk with us about it. And so that, and she never replied to that. But, um, you know, within the same hour, I got this, um, another comment. And this guy's like, I'm unfollowing the stupid page. <laughs> <laughs> Because if there's anything I hate more than conservative Christians, it's you liberal Christians who think you know everything and goodbye, you know, so you kind of flounced off. And I just posted that as the comment of the day. And um, so, I mean, I just get that stuff. And um, it, I just, it, it, it hurts my feelers, but I also can make it the comment of the day. And then people just come in like an airstrike in droves and defend my honor. And so that, yeah. that makes me feel good just to hear someone say, say if there's any way that your blog has helped me but it doesn't sound like eugene is getting any of that positive feedback he feels like no one reads it and then he gets you know something and i read it so... i read it i read it once or twice and yeah. yeah it was really good but um we'll put a link to it uh on the page because i did like what oh, i was good. reading so yeah, yeah he's lovely but, um... and i i just you know i it just helps like if someone hurts my feelings it does help to remember that that they're reacting out of whatever their life experience is and, and it you know however i intersect with that they're they're probably going to put it on me and, and you know we all do that to each other and that's just kind of how that goes and yeah to, to if you if that helps you separate your involvement and your personal identity with it that that helps me a little bit sometimes but you know the fact remains, like, I get my feelings hurt a lot and it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if You're there's any way around that. definitely turning it on that, to the other you know? person and, and figuring out where they are coming from and what, like you're saying, their story, then it, it makes it easier to to understand why they're saying and doing the things that they're doing. And, yeah. and I think that, that I think that's definitely worth, that helps with coping and just all kinds of, you know, uh, retaliations to, to yeah. stuff. So. Yeah, I would say that would be the way to go. Because even just hearing that woman, it's just, like I said, right off before I was even thinking about the question right off, I was thinking she just sounds scared of whatever he's saying. Yes. You know? and, and then when you think of it as being a reaction to that, then it makes sense. And yeah. you wouldn't take it as, you know, personally. And the thing that you were talking about with Amy, I mean, so that's somebody you know saying that. So that's a whole different thing. This is some stranger yeah. who doesn't know you, yeah. is afraid of what you're saying. And yeah, then it's, it's very different. Yeah. So poor Eugene. Yeah. He's such a good guy. I hate He's that a good someone guy. said that to him. 
Yeah, he's really smart. He really posts great, thoughtful I comments. Know. And he's yeah, so we really appreciate you, Eugene. Thank you for calling. And I You're please tell us how much the bill was. I hope it wasn't wasn't too bad. It can be really bad. If you don't have a calling plan set up, they'll still fuck you in the ass with phone bills. They so, will, yeah. Yeah. Because if I like I have a plan, like I pay three ninety nine a month and then I have cheap calls to Australia for my cell phone. But if I don't have that, it's like a dollar thirty a minute or some shit oh. like that. So I think another time it was like three dollars something. I mean, they'll, they're, they're assholes. So yeah, hopefully that didn't happen. Hopefully our advice was worth the call for you, Eugene. <laughs> you could, he could also text. No wait, that still uses phone minutes. Never mind. Um, but you can text the dong line. Yes, you can text the dong line also. So yeah, feel free to text us three two three three zero one dong. We can we can take it. The texts. Um, now, uh, now on the same subject of you, you, you know, getting on people's nerves with your, <laughs> with your liberal Christianity, um, you, you may be on, uh, Pastor Rick Warren's, uh, shit list. Please explain. Yeah, I was excited about this because I got an email from someone who reads my blog and he used to do music, like the worship music at Saddleback, which is Rick Warren's church in Southern California, like this total mega church and... Um, if anyone doesn't know, Rick Warren is this big goateed pastor who wears bowling shirts and he wrote The Purpose Driven Life. And um, th this is just kind of a random fun fact to give you an idea of his personality. But last week he tweeted, guys, fame just isn't all it's cracked up to be. That was like a tweet. And, and I, need, <laughs> I need to send that to humble brag. I'm sure that a lot of other people have. But anyway, so I get this email from my friend who is on the Saddleback mailing list. He's like, Stephanie, you have to pu publicize this. And so Rick Warren had sent out this email and he goes, I have reason to believe you're on his shit list, that you're one of these people he's talking about. So the um, subject of this email from Rick Warren is please take this seriously. <laughs> And he goes, dear staff, some of you, and this is underlined, are following people on Twitter that you should not be following. You may have a service that automatically adds anyone who follows you or mentions one of our accounts. Please turn that service off. I frequently notice that often atheists, critics, critics of Saddleback, and mean-spirited or vulgar accounts often have dozens of staff or Saddleback accounts following them. This is true even when the people only have very few followers. Because of automatic yeah. ads, we often make up the majority of followers of these mean-spirited Christian or anti-Christian folks. And this is all in caps. Who you follow on Twitter is a witness to others. <laughs> <laughs> when wow. people see your name or a Saddleback name as a follower of a worthless account, they may think it's an account they should follow too and then start getting their minds filled with negativity or even vulgar garbage. So here, this is caps and in, um, in, in bold. Here is what I want you to do. Go through your follow list. Unfollow any anti-Christian, anti-Saddleback, or vulgar accounts that automatically got added. If you don't know the difference, I can start sending you the names of accounts that your account is following that is a poor witness. You can always see who else from our church is following, like this guy below whose sole purpose is to attack. And it's this, you know, awesome guy whose name is is John Downey. Um, it's at, at real J Downey is his name. But um, uh -huh. So he put, he put a screen cap of that and he put blocked on it. <laughs> <laughs> this poor guy. So anyway... He goes, if you don't know the difference, I can send you names of the accounts. Um, there are some people you should not follow, and there are some people you should block. Study the do not follow commands in the Bible, such as do not cast your pearls before a swine. Do not give what is holy to dogs. Do not follow a fool. Do not follow an angry man. 
<laughs> and so Jeff Breakfast wrote a rebuttal with all this and like a parody letter. Um, and he goes, do not follow an angry man except for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this I posted this, you know, this letter and, and I'm like, can anyone get a hold of this list to find out who we should unfollow? Because I would like it would make my life if one of my Twitter accounts is on it. And the yes. poor, the poor John Downey guy commented in my he's like, hey, that's me that he's talking about. <laughs> And I'm like, I didn't know John Downey was on here. Yay! Hi, John Downey. Good on you. You got blocked by Rick Warren. <laughs> wow. But anyway, so I, you should be so proud. So my friend said that he um, was trying to get. He goes, I just. He goes, I'll have you know, I just spent 15 minutes IMing with some guy who works at Saddleback, and I was trying to get the the list from him, and he wouldn't give it to me. Aww. So if there's some way that this is out there, the list of who sh- who should unfollow according to Saddleback. Yeah. Listener, I'm just how, telling how you. How much dong teeny listenership in Saddleback uh, Church uh, overlap do you think there is? Uh, I would say uh, zero. zero, with also a big gap in between. <laughs> a gigantic gap in the space time continuum in between yeah. those two things. Oh boy. Uh. But there you go. See, Eugene, that's a, the, just try and turn that around, turn it upside down. And, yeah. Yeah, someone the, was telling the... me I got like three emails are like I'm positive at least one of your things is on that list. So, anyway, I'm just dispatching everyone to see if they can get this cuz that would be, that'd be so exciting. Yay. Now, I've had this on the list for some time. It's mm-hmm. kind of sick. But so, um back when uh, Edda James died earlier in the year, yeah. Christina Aguilera spoke at the wedding or at the wedding at the funeral. And uh, she spoke or sang or did something. And then there was this picture of her in People magazine, just mm-hmm. dark streaks coming down her legs. And and we were like, oh, my God, she's got a period in front of everybody. And then her publicist or whatever put a thing out saying that, oh, no, it wasn't period. It, well, they didn't bother to mention period. But obviously they're saying it's trying to say it's not period. They're saying it's, it was like she was sweating and it was like just tan. Spray uh, tan. You know, spray tan leaking down her leg. And at first I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's got a period. Like, that's the worst thing ever. But then when mm-hmm. I found out it was spray tan, I was kind of disappointed. And then oh, I felt I- really bad to, to women to, that I, that I kind of wanted it to be a period what do you think i think it was period and i think they're just saying that it was spray tan <laughs> you think, think yeah yeah but it's very brown so i don't know so we'll put the picture up on the website you can decide and we'll have a poll period or spray tan but um <laughs> but if it was spray tan, it's very brown <laughs> it's very brown um do you, would you rather it was spray tan or period um I don't know. I think it's it's horrible. It's 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 horrible enough and wonderful enough that, that just that happened to her and the ambiguity is out there. <laughs> so, really? I don't know. I for her sake, like I have an ounce of compassion for Christina Aguilera, so for her sake, I hope it's spray tan. But it's just yeah, it's a horrible thing that that even happened to to anyone. Yeah, I don't know what place. it says about me that I kind of was disappointed that it might not be period, and also that I. <laughs> still you know pondering no i'm my on your side about it's like why why do i why would i want that to be period? i would want that I to be know. period yeah just yeah. because it's christina aguilera <laughs> remember her dirty yeah. video no i've been, i don't think i've seen any of her videos i don't even know what genie in the bottle sounds like that is like oh you don't her first hit. no Maybe my sister-in-law loved that song and made me listen to it over and over in the car and i was i just remember like not being very happy about that <laughs> 
Now, um, you went on went out for drinks uh, with some interesting okay. people last night. They were listeners. How yeah. did that go? Some people, like I guess, they kind of bonded through my blog, and um, they yeah became friends, and they came out here because a couple of the people lived here, and they wanted to wanted me to get a drink with them, and so I went to see them last night. And you know, they'd flown from like Minnesota and Tennessee, it just like come a really long way. So I'm like, okay, I'll go get a drink and. And it was just so lovely to talk to them. And, and one of the girls, Kaz, she said, I listened to Dongtini. She's like, you do not look at all like what you sound like. Do you get that a lot? And I'm thinking, well, no, because there's pictures on the side of what I look like. I guess. But, <laughs> but she's like, for some reason, I thought you were blonde. I hope that doesn't that doesn't offend you. It was really funny. And she goes, I listen, once we listened to Dongtini all the way from Tennessee to Miami. So 16 hours of Dongtini. And I'm like, holy, holy God, that's shit. a long time to be listening. So wow. she was really sweet. And, um, I would kill myself if I had to listen to myself for that long. <laughs> but, you know, I probably wouldn't kill myself if I had to listen to Kaz for that long. So oh. maybe it's just that. <laughs> <laughs> and they left some voicemails and I wanted to use them, but they're like so drunk probably and incoherent. That, okay, they kept buying yeah. me this drink called the Missionary Downfall. I had like five of them. It was exactly like a mojito, basically. I don't know what else was oh, in yum. it. But yeah, a lot of rum and... Um, it was fantastic. They're like, you need this missionary downfall. You need a lot of them. So that was fun. Sounds great. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had so. too many calories tonight. So uh, today, maybe I'll have uh, some tonight uh, oh. when I go to the Neil Hamburger show, if they have that. Oh, um, is that tonight? His monthly Sunday thing? It is. It is. Oh, fun. I want to go. Um, I know. And there isn't one when you're visiting. Oh, I'm going to be visiting soon. Yay. Yay. And we're going to do, uh, yeah, we're working out. We're going to try and do something special while Steffi's here because we have use of the Feral Audio Studio. So yeah, we're going to see what we can, what we can whip up. But um, Mm. now following on from last week, we played you some of Cat Mario and put a link to it on the website. (laughs) Uh, This guy playing uh, this fucked up version of Super Mario. It's right, a dodgy bitch. I've been saying that all week. <laughs> it's the best. And if you haven't seen it, please follow up and check it out. But anyway, there's a lot of little uh, bits that come up in Japanese that um, <laughs> that he's always complains like, "What is that? What does it say? Japanese?" What does it say? He's Japanese. Really upset because he doesn't he doesn't know what it says, and he, he knows this game's <laughs> fucking with him. So anyway, Ben, who does our intros now, his girlfriend is Japanese, so he got her to translate some of it Yay! for us. Yay! So, some of the translations I have at 15 seconds in, it says, get out of here. And then at a minute 20, it says, must be, referring to the mushroom, this doesn't taste good. (laughs) Um, At a minute 48, it says, woohoo! At um, 2.29, if you come closer to the iron wall, you will be invincible. So oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Your cloud's gonna kill you while you're jumping for the iron wall. I gonna know. Happen. <laughs> Fucking asshole game. Um, then at three minutes twenty-two, it says this tastes good. So referring to the cloud that looked like cotton candy. And um, at three fifty-seven, ha ha ha, and difference of outperform. <laughs> I love all this information. I know. Shedding oh. light on Cat Mario. So, so thank you, Ben and Masami, for uh, translating that for us. We, uh, what the that. hell? Mother Azzle? <sighs> um, I think I have a crush on Chani now. Chani. Have you seen Chani? There's other no. videos where you can see him. Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah. 
I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the allure of the mystique. <laughs> yeah, well, he looked like my friend Matt because he so kind of sounded like my friend Matt. Oh. So, um, so, so he was blonde and white, and I won't tell you what what Trani actually is. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> not blonde and white. The possibilities. <laughs> <sighs> um. So um so I went and saw some comedy last night. My friend had free tickets to see Rob Delaney. So oh, um, I went to that just because really? it was What's free. he like in person? Yeah. He's fine. He's funny. Mm. Um, but, um, you know, it's weird going to the improv because I'm just used to going to more of these alternative comedy events. So just straight up, you know, tourists and just valley people going to see comedies is a little different than I'm used to. But um, anyway, yeah. but there was this comedian and he had played, Greg had played there once and... Um, uh, with Todd Barry and this guy was there that night as well and he had this bit which I loved last time and, and he did again but he's, he opens saying <laughs> um, uh, yeah he says why do people with Down syndrome and then people just go <gasps> they just start tightening up he hasn't even said anything yet but anyway the thing is why do people with Down syndrome all have the same haircut <laughs> And then, like, and everyone was getting all weirded out because not me. I was laughing my ass off. Like, half the people were laughing their ass off. Like, half the people were, like, all clutching their pearls. But, and then he said, uh, he said, the people who laughed, you're good, honest people. Because all he, because they were doing this just when he said, why do people with Down syndrome? He said, the people who gasped, you're going to hell for being phonies. Oh, yeah, Rob. Well, but last anybody, night, you will be interested to know that Kevin Swan was there, listener Kevin, who has a big problem with the word retarded in any yes. capacity. And so I was just drunk enough to start <gasps> saying something. I was brave enough to call something. He was saying something was stupid. And I was like, would you call it stupid or would you call it retarded? And what he said oh. was, I would call it full on fetal alcohol. And I was like, yes, oh. I love that. <laughs> I want to make that donktacular vernacular. Yes, I like that. Kevin approved. Wow. Very good. Well, anyway, the comedian went on to say uh, about the, the, the people with Down syndrome was that um, <laughs> he cool. said, is there a guy, that like the, the one barber that goes around the world giving the haircuts? <laughs> and he said, do they go into a salon and they say they want another haircut? And they say, no, you're not allowed to have that. Otherwise, people won't know that you have Down syndrome from behind. <laughs> <laughs> He said, now hold still while I put this ball on your head. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> Anyone who's going to send this disapproving feedback, you're going to hell for being a phony. That's right. And also this comedian was black, so that somehow makes it okay. <laughs> so suck on that. Yeah. It wasn't just some white person with everything fall, the cards all falling in, in their favor. No, this was a black man. <laughs> I'm gonna have to that. <laughs> oh, no, that's good, Lisa. So, on that note, wow, that was episode 50. Thank you all for listening and being with us for this podcasting milestone. We love you all. Uh, now, please visit dongtini.com for any bonus material to go with this episode. And you can also call the Dong line on 323-301-DONG. Also, uh, you can visit feralaudio.com, the collective that we're a part of, um, for ours and other great podcasts. And while you're there, 
by gosh, you know, you can donate to Feral Audio or you can donate specifically to Dong Teeny if you're happy with what we're dong for you. Um, but even if you don't donate, we super appreciate your listenership. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so on that note, uh, until next time, bye, Stephanie. Bye, Simone. Bye. Bye. Operates independently in partnership with FeralAudio.com, an artist-friendly podcast collective. This artist reserves the rights to their materials. Visit FeralAudio.com for other original shows and learn about our community of artists that help make this collective possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast.